And Elohim spoke by these words, saying, I am Yahweh Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Mithraim, and out of the house of slavery. Now have another mighty ones against my face. Now make for yourself a carved image in the likeness of that, which in the heavens above, or which in the earth beneath, or which in the waters under the earth. Do not bow down to them, nor serve them. For I, Yahweh Elohim, am a jealous elf, visiting the crookedness of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving commitment to thousands of those who love me and guard my commands. Do not bring the name of Yahweh Elohim to naught, but Yahweh does not leave the one unpunished who brings his name to naught. Remember the Sabbath day is a sad part. Six days you labor and try to all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahweh Elohim. In it, not do any work. You, nor your son, nor a daughter, nor a male servant, nor a female servant, nor a cattle, nor a stranger who is within gates. For in six days Yah made the hands of the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore Yah blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart. Respect your father and your mother, so that days are prolonged upon the soil which Yah Elohim has given you. Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal. Do not bear false witness against your neighbor, do not cover neighbor's house, do not cover neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, whatever belongs to your neighbors. Hallelujah. Most high of Yah, you alone are worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. And we come to you in a magnificent and powerful and precious and sweet name of Jesus. Asking you to speak to our minds and our conscience, open our understanding here this morning. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to welcome in this place. We need your presence to be felt among us. Father, we, we truly desire truth in the inward parts. As our hearts are open, as we are doing the best we can to be thankful, minister to us your everlasting and engrafted word which is able to save our souls. We'll be the light to the goyims like you have taught us to be, and we'll continue to exalt your magnificent name in the midst of an evil and wicked world. We thank you for the blood that never loses its power. We thank you for writing our names down in the Lamb's Book of Life. We bless you for all things. Speak to us your truth on this Sabbath. And we'll glorify and worship you in Yahshua's name. Hallelujah. May you see. All right. Everybody all right? Glory to the King. Anybody ever been in the, in the churches of Christ before? You know, part of that dead 
Dead, dead church. Huh? Because you said amen too loud in there, boy. Everybody turned their head and looked at you. Hmm? You ain't never been no dead assemblies like that? But the book says where the spirit of Yah is, there's liberty. Hallelujah. And it also says that praise is comely of the upright. Hallelujah. So a lot of times people just don't know what they're missing out on. You know what I mean? Now, you have to think about where we at in time. But this is a very unique situation. Are you following me? So when you look at a, a melanated man like myself, uh, when we were brought over here to this country, we were forbidden to read. We were forbidden to write. If you got caught, it could be death. And you think about that. If you can't read and you can't write, that means you can't interpret, nor can you comprehend. And if you got somebody else, like the Catholic Church does, telling you what the book says, then you have no choice to believe what they say. You follow me? I mean, think about this for a second. Robbed of our language, our culture, our heritage, our nationality. I mean, just everything stripped from you. All in the name of Christianity. There were Christians that did all that. Think about it now. So, the devil is a lie, then, isn't he? Because he waited to September 11th, 1966 to birth a man by the name of Charles Dow Jr. me with the Holy Spirit in 92 and we've been having Satan's empowering to run ever since <laughs> hallelujah isn't that beautiful hallelujah so they let the wrong one to learn how to read and write Hallelujah. <laughs> and not, not only that, they, they let you, the wrong ones, to learn how to read and write. They messed up bad. When you think about this, this, this satanic religion called Christianity, I know it, it makes people cringe when they hear me talk like that. Because huh? you don't hear nobody coming against that religion harder than me. I mean, I go hard against it. You think about it. Anybody been able to answer my question yet? Can y'all name one thing that is in Christianity that is the truth? Anybody just name one thing? Nothing? Okay, watch this. 
So, that's a good approach. Only one problem. <laughs> he didn't come from no Christianity. See what I mean? Now there's a, another one. <laughs> See what I mean? He even tried to steal our Messiah and, and repackage it with lies. Look at the devil now. Have y'all really looked in this book to see if y'all can find any instructions for Sunday? No. How about Christmas? I mean, there's a whole bunch of people. There's billions of people on earth that celebrate Christmas. This has got to be right. See what I mean? Kind of remind you of Noah's Day, don't you? There was only one preacher. Eight souls got saved. The whole world died. <laughs> Surely the whole world had to be right, right? What a mess, huh? So then you turn around and take the book, and if you can tell people what it says, you have no choice but to believe. So we, we celebrating the birth of Jesus. Where does it say that? Come in. Then they, then they come up with a story. Away in a manger. And that's all I know. And they've been trying to keep him in that manger ever since. They call it the nativity scene. So you, you go to Africa, you see the little black Jesus. You go to Europe, you got a little white Jesus. You go to Japan, you got a yellow Jesus. I mean, this world is something else. It is something. Y'all know how many brothers Jesus had? Four. You know how I many sisters he had? Two. Think about that. A couple of them was older than he was. Where did they come from? Oh, we finna start something here, didn't it? I was reading what the Encyclopedia Britannica said. Hmm? I said, look at this. Even the Catholics got the monopoly on that too. They done inserted their doctrine in there. Did y'all know that Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene? You didn't know. 
That's what the Catholic said. <laughs> Y'all hear this? I said, man, that's news to me because I ain't never read nothing like that. You know, usually if somebody is, is married or they are an important, if, if there's a woman married to or an important figure, you usually know their name. That's that Revelations 18.4 church. That's that great whore of Babylon, a melting pot of confusion. Now you think about this. Out of Rome comes Christianity and all the flavors of it. Hmm? And such were some of you. Huh? But you've been washed. You've been sanctified. <laughs> You've been cleansed by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. So even though the devil has filled up the whole world with lies, he still couldn't get the ones that God's chosen. Hallelujah just couldn't get us. And as the old church folk used to say, guess what? When it's all said and done, ain't no grave gonna hold this body down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all sure said, if you believe in me because I am the resurrection and I am the life. And you know that's the reason why a lot of apostles end up suffering death. Because they preach the resurrection. Hmm? Can you believe that? Yeah. Where you at, Amanda? How you doing? Is she in here? How you doing so far? A little bit better? We're going to go a little bit farther. I mean, it seems you know. You know, do y'all know any Hebrew Israelites that believe in laying on of hands? Healing? Uh-oh. Christians don't even believe that. They do believe in the doctor. I'm sorry, man. I just there. Well, this is bad Christianity morning. <laughs> and every other false religion. So the real true argument of today is the same one that has been of old. Y'all exalt that law above grace. You think about that for a second. We're going to get some understanding on this too, all right? Y'all ready? 2 Timothy 3, 14 says, But to continue you in the things which you have learned and have been assured of knowing of whom you have learned them, and that from a child you have known the Holy Scripture. Now, see, we grew up in a society where the Holy Scriptures is not even taught. You bought him by Bibles that says just New Testament. And if you only come from the New Testament, they can you can invent anything. Because you have nothing to test it against. You see what I mean? Which are able to make you wise. So the scriptures are able to do what? 
make you wise unto salvation through, what's that word? Faith, which is in the Messiah, Yahshua. All scripture. See, but we got to stop right there, though. We got to stop right there, though. See, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John can be included in it. Are you following me? When you get the Acts, Romans, and Corinthians, and, and all the letters, and that ain't scripture. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. See, none of them came into the effect until the death of the testator. See what I mean? They kept them from it, didn't they? And it's by inspiration of Yah. And it's profitable for what? That don't mean you're going to make up doctrine. For reproof. For correction. For instruction. In righteousness. That the man of Yah may be what? Perfect. So the scriptures want it to be perfect. Thoroughly furnished unto what? So if you don't know what lawlessness is, because the renewed covenant don't tell you what lawlessness is. It just tells you what not to do. The scriptures define what lawlessness is. How would you know what sexual immorality was if you didn't know the scripture? Huh? How would you know what's forbidden if you didn't know the scripture? How would you know what is accepted if you didn't know the scripture? Because literally all through the English translation is the cross. You hear that? But that goes against scripture. Scripture says you don't make gods of wood. See what I mean? You wouldn't know if you didn't have the scripture. They could tell you anything, feed you anything. You want to get a little fuzzy feeling of guilt. You know, y'all you ever did that Christian repentance? That's only because your conscience is guilty. You just felt bad and you went right back to sin. How many did that before? You were sanctified for one or two days. I mean, I must have did that about four or five times. I would say four or five times, and I probably for a total maybe ten days in all. You think about that. See, over there you can practice sin, and nobody says nothing. Over here you can't practice sin. That's the reason why the community is important. Y'all have not taken account of this dead season, what's been going on? All that happened all without the camp. Y'all unhinged. You think about that. 
Now, I know the book says, if we sin. That means if not ten feet fall in the real sin. We have an advocate with the Father. Hallelujah. But we don't go out and practice sin. Huh? We don't live in sin on purpose. Does that make sense? What was the sole purpose? For the Messiah to come. And he shall save his people from their sins. Isn't that amazing? So, his name that is above every name. Hallelujah. Everybody might as well just start practicing deep knee bends. Because every knee is going to bow. And every tongue is going to confess. Hallelujah. Whether you like it or not, you are going to bow. You can believe that. Now we're gonna go over the Psalms here for a moment, for a moment, okay? Psalms one nineteen forty seven says, "And I will delight myself in your commandments, which I have loved." But then you have this institution saying you don't have to keep the commandments. Then they have the philosophy. They said, only nine out of the ten is mentioned in the New Testament. I said, really? Luke 4, 16, teach. <laughs> Will you have it? Go ahead and read. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and... As his custom was. As his what? Custom was. It was his custom. Custom was, what did he do? He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Put up or to read. Y'all get that, right? Not only was he keeping the commandments, but that, that was customary at that time. Does that make sense? So if you preach against the commandments, because you don't have them nowhere written down, because you only have the one link of Bible. Then you can make up commandments. I mean, the Catholics, they just merged two commandments in one and got rid of idolatry. That's why everybody can wear crosses and, and marries and, 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 and all this stuff around them, because there's nothing to condemn their conscience. You see the lies that the Most High bought you out of? Huh? One nineteen forty eight. My hands also will I lift up unto your commandments, which I have loved, and I will meditate in your statutes. See, to love the commandments is to love the Most High Himself. Isn't that right? Jesus said in John fourteen fifteen, "If you love me." You will keep. That means that word keep means guard. You know, my commandment. Isn't that amazing? 119, 109. My soul is continually in your hand. Yet 
do I not forget your law? Pretty deep, isn't it? Depart from me, you evildoers. For I will keep the commandments of my Yah. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. And your law is the truth. My tongue shall speak of your word. For all your commandments are righteous. I have longed for your salvation. For I have longed for your Yeshua. Oh Yahweh. And your law is my delight. Welcome to the university of a painful truth. Classes in session. Hallelujah. Now we got rules in this classroom. You can shout. You can holler. You can scream. You can clap your hands. You can dance. You can run. <laughs> you can cry. <laughs> you can holler. You can scream. this class until death because you ain't going to graduate until you die. <laughs> they try to tell me that I got a very unruly class. Why does everybody want to come to your class? I said because we cut up. Let's go into this because just for a few moments, we got to get the education. Remember we talked about that a little bit last night? Okay, ad hominem. Ad hominem. What is that? Okay. Ad hominem attacks can take on the form of overtly attacking, overtly attacking somebody or more subtly casting doubt on their character or personal attributes as a way to discredit their argument. The result of an ad hominem attack can be to undermine someone's case without actually having to engage with it. Y'all see what's going on on social media? All right. Example. After Megan presents an eloquent and compelling case for a more equitable taxation system. Sam asked the audience whether we should believe anything from a woman who isn't married, was once arrested, and smells a bit weird. Now the question should be, what does that got to do with anything? Does that make sense? 
So the purpose of ad hominem is to make personal attacks to sway you from the subject matter at hand. Y'all getting this? So what does that have to do with the fact that she's speaking about? Nothing. Texas shop shooter. Hmm. When only one side is presented, it is easy to convince the audience and sway their minds. Someone who cherry picked a data cluster to suit your argument or found a pattern to fit a presumption. The false fallacy or the false cause fallacy is coined after a marksman shooting randomly at barns and then painting bullseye targets around a spot where the bullet holes appear. Where the most bullet holes either. So you can go out there and just start shooting and you can get your paintbrush and start painting bullseye. You can tell everybody, look how good I am. I can't miss. Texas shop to huh? Making it appear as if he's a really good shot. Clusters naturally appear by chance, but don't necessarily indicate that there is a causal relationship. She said it makes no difference, because she's on the stand, right? She said it makes no difference what I say. You already decided I'm guilty. And the attorney goes, Look at this. The witch can read minds. <laughs> You're talking about taking things out of context, huh? We've been too long in the sun. What I mean by too long in the sun, too long is steeped in sun work. Everything about this culture and society is about sun work. Everything. And it's not about S-O-N is about S-U-N. Now, this menorah right here stands for the season that we find ourselves in right now. Hallelujah. It's more than just a, a, pretty, a pretty little figure up there. Are you following me? There's a purpose to this thing. You see, each lamp stand, the first one represents, you have one on the end, one in the middle, and one on this end. That represents the three times in a year. Unleavened bread, the feast of weeks, and tabernacles. Yeah, three times a year. The appointments of the seasons, unleavened bread, Passover, first fruits, Pentecost, trumpets, atonement, and tabernacles. You all. Now they got nine branch menorahs out there, which we don't read about. But now people, they always ask me, why don't y'all celebrate all this? I said, because y'all didn't give us no nine branches. He didn't give us no nine. He gave us seven. You follow me? It makes sense, right? And what we are getting ready to do 
here in this season is we're going to celebrate these first three. And then 50 days later, we come in here. Hallelujah. And mind you, this is why the book makes so much sense. Because you see, when Yahshua came, and he stood up and he began to read. And then the Bible says that he closed the book. And he stopped and said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. When he closed the book, he closed the book right here. Now the book says, till heaven and earth pass away, not one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law. Are you following? So, we got this next. The trumpet is going to blow, signifying his coming. This, this day of atonement is going to be a bloodbath. In other words, Israel stand and see the salvation of your Yah when he makes your enemies his footstool. And we're going to be able to have a front row seat to it. Because Jesus is going to kill a lot of people. Then when it's all said and done, we're going to have one big party. You see, when you don't have the scriptures and you only have the New Testament, you wouldn't know how to celebrate. The New Testament don't give us instructions. See what, they, see what the devil's done? You see what he kept us from? Isn't that beautiful? We're going to be tabernacling with the Most High Yah, and we're going to be with him forever. Now, oh, 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 that better be great for They were letting me have it last night, boy. Bill Rupert got to it and blocked it, really, but I, my eye caught it, so boy, they just let me have it. Huh? Woo! Well, I'm sorry, there was no fermentation. I mean, what you call that thing? Not the fermentation, the. Uh, Dr. Welch wasn't around me. Well, he could stop the fermentation process. That's what I meant to say. Are you following? And make everybody think that they so holy for drinking grape juice. Somebody should have told Noah he should have got some grape juice. Can you imagine 
First thing you know, after he got finished with all that hell and destruction, the first thing on his mind was to plant a vineyard. Now that means he took some plants on the ark. And then he had to wait for them to grow. Now boy, I bet when them things were ready, boy, he. <laughs> Noah said, I need a drink. And then some wine been around forever when I caught that. <laughs> well, the wine and the unleavened bread. <clears throat> wine signifying the blood. On the Messiah, the bread and the body. Passover is our celebration and liberation from Egyptian slavery. It was also a test of obedience, too, to see if we we're going to make the proper sacrifice and put the blood on the doorposts and on the linens. Because remember, the word of the Most High came and said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Hallelujah. But Messiah's sacrifice is our liberation from sin. Hallelujah. It's a beautiful thing. So now that is a real nail. That's close to the kind of one that pierced his hand and his feet. Are you following? And of course, we're going to be able to see his hand. Just like he told the disciples, you don't believe I am he? Come over here and stick your hand in my side. There's going to be a constant remembrance for us of the sacrifice that he had to make for every single one of us that we couldn't do ourselves. Hallelujah. But when we see him, he's not going to have a crown of thorns on his head. He's going to have a crown on his head that says King of Kings. Hallelujah. And Master of Masters. So let's briefly go over this for a second. Deuteronomy 16, 16 says three times in a year shall all males. When it says male, that means man being the head of the family. That includes the family unit. Are you following? Because it's a patriarchal book. And it addresses the head. Are you following me? All males shall appear before Yahweh your Elohim in the place which he shall choose in the Feast of Unleavened Bread in the Feast of Weeks, and in the Feast of Tabernacles. And they shall not appear before Yahweh empty. You know what that means, right? Bring an offering. Don't come here empty. Uh-oh. See, what we're trying to do is keep curses off of you. Hallelujah. Psalms 89, 15 says, Blessed and happy, fortunate. Now, I, I put a little bit of emphasis on this to help bring clarity, okay? 
to be envied are the people who know the joyful sound, who comprehends and appreciates the spiritual blessing symbolized by the feast. They will walk, O Yahweh, in the light of your countenance. Isn't that beautiful? Three thousand alive, three thousand died. Same day, two different time periods. Over in Leviticus twenty-three eleven, and Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, "Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, The appointed times of Yahweh, which you are to proclaim as a set-apart gathering. My appointed times are these: six days, work is done." But the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, a set-apart gathering. You do not do, you do no work. It is the Sabbath of Yahweh in all your dwelling. These are the appointed times of Yahweh's set-apart gatherings, which you are to proclaim in their appointed time. So we're supposed to make a proclamation of this. In the first month of the new moon, on the 14th day of the new moon, between the evenings is the Pesca of Yahweh. That's what the new moon looks like. Y'all see that, right? Did y'all go outside and look and see what it looked like? Like that. <laughs> and on the 15th day of the new moon is the festival of Mott to Yahweh. Seven days you eat unleavened bread. Hear that? Seven days you eat unleavened bread. Seven days you eat unleavened bread. Stephen, that's a test to make sure that your heart is right. Your heart. Your heart. See, Yahweh did something special with each and every last one of you. See, the charges that they levy against us is, is that you can't keep these commandments. Well, I agree if you're not born again. Uh-oh. Did y'all hear that addendum? I'll get to a caveat later, okay? On the 15th day of the new moon is the festival of Matzah. To Yahweh, seven days you eat unleavened bread. And on the first day, you have a set-apart gathering. You do no several work. Now, in the Christian formalities and stuff, and even we ourselves have wrestled back and forth. Well, what is that? What is that? Several work means no work of any kind. Now, Brother Ray put emphasis on that one too. No work of any kind. For your bond servant, slave, servant, in effect, no labor. Isn't that nice for the most high to have us in many like that? He calls it to his appointed times, and then he tells you to sit down. Now, over in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, he says that there's going to be some people that has to labor to enter into his rest. Because the struggle is real. But when you're born again, you don't have to labor to enter into his rest. Uh-oh. The only way that is hard is the way of the transgressor. You shall bring an offering made by fire. He doesn't say that twice, to Yahweh for seven days. 
And on the seventh day is a set-apart gathering. You do know their raw work. The renewed covenant of the Messianic writings in Luke 22.1 and the festival of Matzah drew near, which is called Pesach. Now the Feast of Unleavened Bread drew nigh, which is called the Passover. John 6, 4, and the Passover, a feast of the Yehudi, was nigh. Who was the feast for? Hebrews eleven twenty eight. Through faith, we put emphasis on that word right there, all right? He kept the Passover and sprinkled the blood lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. Moses, through faith, kept the Passover. Alright? Israel did. So let's talk about this faith for a moment. Alright? See, we've got a few things that we've got to get right before we approach from the yacht. It's about how we approach them. Are you following? Hebrews 8.13 says, in that he said, a new covenant Hath he made the first old. Now that which decayeth and wax old is ready to vanish. New covenant. Second Corinthians 4.18 While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. So, what are we supposed to be looking at? You hear that? He says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen is what? Y'all get this, right? But the things which are not seen are what? So, we're not to be looking at the things which are seen. You get that? This stuff making sense, right? Hmm? Proverbs 7 1. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them upon the fingers. Write them upon the tables of your what? Upon the tables of your what? Now, faith. That's that word again, faith, right? Is a substance of things what? Hope for and the evidence of things not seen. Not seen. See, he's putting a lot of emphasis on this, right? Ain't that right? Y'all hear this? Now, Israel had trouble, just like the world has trouble, in obeying this covenant. Are you following? And you know the reason why they had trouble in obeying this covenant? The reason why they had trouble is because they were in the flesh. See, when you read the, the covenant, when you read the book, and you come from your previous condition, all you see is a bunch of rules and regulations. Are you following? And you look at them things, you go, man, I can't do nothing. Are you following? Because that's the reasoning and the logic of the natural man. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Are you following? Wasn't nothing wrong with the covenant. Huh? What really needed to decay and vanish and pass away was his old man. Hallelujah. 
Y'all getting that? Because you can't walk in the flesh and obey his covenant. Are you following me? Because flesh and blood is not going to enter into the kingdom. Why? Because you can see that. But what the world can't see and what you are able to see is that newborn again man that's been created in Messiah. That man that wants to obey Yah. That man loves Yah. Huh? That man that is born again. Y'all getting that right? So your old flesh couldn't obey it. But this new man of your it delights in the law of Yahweh and I Elohim. You see what I mean? So now that you're born again, it doesn't look like a bunch of rules and regulations. Are you following me? Huh? It's it's a it's a one hundred percent delight. You get that? That's how you know you're born again. That's how you know you're born again. See, the old man gets weary. Huh? But the new man is renewed day by day. Huh? That's what faith is. The faith is, the faith is not what you could see in your natural state, your external state. Huh? The faith is the substance of things, what? Hope for the evidence of things, what? Not seen. That's why the world don't know you because they didn't know him because they can't see the new born again inward man, renewed man that longeth and lusteth after Yah. That's faith. Whereas before in the old man, it looked like a big old book of laws and do's and don'ts. Now that new man, he opens up the book and says, I delight to do thy will. Oh, yeah. Oh, how I love thy law. Y'all see the difference? You see the difference now? Y'all see the difference? That's the difference. So when they tell you, oh, we don't, we can't keep them commandments, all you have to do is say, I understand. Because you're still in your natural state. Huh? Natural man can't obey y'all. You hear that? But ain't you obeying him? You know the reason why you're obeying him, right? Because he said, I'm going to give them my spirit. Huh? And you know the reason why y'all gave you his spirit, right? Because y'all is love. And that means y'all love himself. So when he sees his spirit in you, you begin to experience the love of God. Hallelujah. Get that? And his spirit and the word agree. His spirit delights after the word. His spirit wants to obey the word. That's why you are now compelled to obey him. That's what real faith is. Y'all begin to see this? Now it starts to make sense. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So he gave you an earnest down payment. 
the Holy Spirit. So you can continue to keep on expecting your redemption. Hallelujah. That's how you know that your name is written down in the book of life. Hallelujah. Now what love affair or marriage is there if there's no feeling involved? That's what the Holy Spirit is. But see, right now you can only just feel so much because if you if you get too much of here, it may consume you. <laughs> That's why you see some of us always excited about making love to our yacht. why when you get heavy and you get depressed and you get down you go to Yah looking for a touch hallelujah you want him to wrap his arms around you hallelujah you want to feel him you know why because he is the comforter hallelujah when nobody else can touch you he can That's why when Jesus walking through the crowd, he said, who touched me? Who touched me? Master, everybody is thronging you and everybody is grabbing you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Somebody touched me. And when the season is real, to reach out and touch him. Hallelujah. And you don't have to wait for the feast days for a touch either. You can tell them to give me a touch right now. Right now. Hallelujah. Right now. I want to feel you. Hallelujah. I want that anointing that breaks every yoke. I want to know that I know that I know that I know. Can you feel the Holy Spirit in him moving right now? See, right now, somebody getting touched. You can't help but to feel him if you're born again. Well, it's, a, it's the wrong day to be on security. Don't worry about it. He's going to touch you too, Rashad. <laughs> Hallelujah. As the old church folk used to say, reach out and touch Yahweh as he goes. 
close by and you'll find he's not too weary to hear your heart cry he is passing by this moment your knees he'll supply so reach out and touch Yahweh as he goes by. Reach out. Reach out. Reach out. You see, your arms is, is an extension of your heart. Reach out. Your flesh don't want to reach out, but your heart is reaching out. Reach out. Hallelujah. Come on. Reach out. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Purge me. Purge me. Purge me. Purge me. Reach out. Come on, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Ruah. Hakadesh. Reach out. Ooh, bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Now faith is Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated again. We're going to go ahead and move on. In that he saith a new covenant have he made. The first old. Now that which is decayed and old is what? Ready to vanish away. So he took everything that was naturally done that was on parchment. Are you following me? He took away that. And we're going to find out that he put it in our hearts. Are you following? So, the new is us being born again. That's the new covenant agreement. Now being equipped by the power of the Holy Spirit, compelled by him, with a willing and cheerful heart of thanksgiving, loving to perform in obedience the knowledge of the truth of the law. So you see what he did? He took away your stony heart. He gave you a heart of flesh that could actually feel. Hallelujah. You ain't got to say that we need to know him because we already know him from the least to the greatest. Hallelujah. 
The deadness of your own natural body or mind cannot perform faith. But that new man inside of you is performing faith. Did y'all hear that? Once your mind believes Yah, it's game over for the flesh. Because it's with your mind you serve him. But with your flesh, the law of sin. But with your mind you serve him. Hallelujah. So how do we do this? Over in Romans 2.20. An instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth in what? In law. Remember, thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and your law is the what? Truth. See, ain't we getting ready for Passover? <laughs> getting ready. Psalms 147, 19. He showed his word unto Jacob and his statues and judgments unto Israel. Ezekiel 36, 22. And the word says, Therefore, say unto the house of Israel, Thus saith Yahweh Elohim. I do not this for your sakes. Remember this? This work that he's doing, he's not doing it for what? Our sakes. Because we ain't done nothing to deserve it. Is that right? Oh, house of Israel. But for my holy name's sake. You know why? Because his name is on the line. Which you have profaned among the heathen where you went. And I will sanctify my great name which was profaned among the heathen, which ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am Yahweh, saith Yahweh Elohim, when I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. So you know what he said. Y'all want a modern day translation? Modern day translation is all these heathens out here going to know that I am Yah when they see me in you. When they see you performing me and my word and my covenant. I'm going to show you how set apart you're going to be. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do it myself. For I will take you from among the heathen. What he said he's going to do? Take you from among the heathen. That's how you know you're born again. Because uh, his spirit is leading you out. He's taking you from among the heathen. He got you away from the goyims. He got you away from the unclean thing. That's how you know you're going to be sanctified. Hallelujah. And you can't do that on your own power unless you are born again. Who said he was going to do this? God said he was going to do this. So don't you think for one moment that it came by your own power, your own might, and under your own strength and under your own rule that you made the move to come out of her, my people. God is doing this. And he's showing the whole world that he's doing this. And in that, you are the light of the Gentiles. And he's showing the whole world that this is my people. 
and I will gather you out of all countries and I will bring you into your own land. Take you. See, this is how you know you have been chosen to serve Yah. Because he keeps you from the spots that in the world. Hallelujah. For I will take you from among the heathen. Come out of her, my people. You see that, right? See it again? <laughs> Come out of her, my people. Then, after he takes you from among the heathen, I will sprinkle you with clean water upon you. So you thought that when you was going to get baptized, you, you thought that you, that was just a ritual you were just going to perform. No, uh-uh. I had this plan a long time ago. You didn't know that you was going to be baptized. You didn't know that water, the water of the living word was going to be upon you. But I told you I'm doing this for my name's sake. Ain't you glad to be in that number? And then he says, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness and from all your idols. Will I cleanse you? You ever notice now you don't have no idols in your home no more? You don't have any idols on your land? Guess who's doing this? Yah is doing this. And he's showing the whole world you are his people. You know you're his. Look what he's done delivered you from. And look what he keeps delivering you from. And he just keeps on purging out the old level. He keeps on making you a new lump. Year after year after year after year. Oh, are you washed in the blood, in that soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, are you washed in the blood, in that soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, are you washed in the blood? In that soul cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Some of y'all missed the first wave of the first touch of the Holy Spirit when he was in here. He's still here. Oh, he's still here. 
Hallelujah. Ask me not, O gentle Savior. Hey! Hear my humble. Come on! While all others now are falling, do not ask I'm calling you, Savior. Come on, Israel. Oh, Savior. Why don't you hear my humble cry? Wow. Oh, oh. Do not pass me by. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to the king. You may be seated if you can, Israel. Boy, ain't y'all good. Look what he washed from. Because he took it from the heathens. He separated. Because he took it from the heathens. He loved you that much to take it from the heathens. To remove the profane things away from him. He took you from the heathens. He called you out by name. He took you from the idolatry. Somebody going to thank him one day. He took you from the heathens. And he's doing it all for his name's sake. But what nation is so great? Who have Yahweh so nigh unto them? As Yahweh Elohim is in all things that call that we call on him for. And what nation is there so great that have statues and judgments so righteous as all this law, which I set before you this day? Hallelujah. 
Y'all begin to get this? It's more than just saying we Israel. Hallelujah. He gave you a confirmation of a covenant with him to let you know that you're Israel. Hallelujah. Come out of her, my people. A new heart. A what kind of heart? A new heart. A new heart. A heart that wants to obey him. A new heart that want to love him. Also, will I give you an, a new spirit? What is a new heart? The heart that believes. It's the heart that wants to obey Yah. It's the heart that takes delight in loving Yah. And a new spirit. Don't y'all remember the old spirit? Old man, y'all want to go back? See, now you are mindful of this, so now you don't have a mind to return. Isn't this beautiful? Will I put Within you. Where are you going to put this spirit at? Within you. How many received the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Didn't he do it? Didn't he do it? Didn't he do it? He gave you his spirit because of his name's sake. Hallelujah. Didn't he do it? And anytime you want, you can stir up the gift of God. You can stir them up anytime. You knows what he said. He said, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh, a heart that is pliable. Hallelujah. What is the new spirit? The Holy Spirit of promise. That loves obeying the law, statutes, and commandments. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. See, without his Holy Spirit, you can't obey him. It's the spirit of truth. Y'all beginning to understand this now? But we can't keep the law. Hallelujah. So why do you think God loves us so much? It's because he is in love. And when he gives us his spirit, he loves himself. I said that earlier. Yah is love. The complete essence of love. The culmination of love. Yah is love. You understand that? Y'all begin to see what he does. So when you cried out for the Holy Spirit, he filled you up. First time you ever felt love in your life. That was more than a feeling. Don't he walk with you? Don't he talk with you? Don't he let you know that he, you are his own? Hallelujah. That anointing you feel is your connection with the most high 
and the world will never have it. This is how he manifests himself unto you and not unto the world. Hallelujah. By giving you his spirit. And you shall dwell in the land that I gave your father and you shall be my people and I am going to be your yacht. is beautiful. There's a here and now prophetic message and also one to come. See, we already have a spirit. Now the prophets used to look into this. And here we are running around soaked and immersed with the Holy Spirit. I usually try to keep him dripping off me. That means so much on him oozing around me and, and everywhere I go when I take a step. Now you know what that means, right? Put your feet in open places. Will you take your step? Y'all heard that footprints, right? You seen them footprints in there? And you only saw one set. That wasn't you. That was him carrying you through life. Hallelujah. This is why it makes so much sense that it's written on our hearts. Because the spirit and the word agree. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate. Say of the master. See, all he was doing was repeating what was already, see, here and now, prophetic and to come. Because when he comes, guess what? He's going to separate us as he does the wheat from the chaff. Hallelujah. The sheep from the goat. Hallelujah. Y'all believe in separation? He sure does. He preaches it. And the prophets speak about it. And now look what he's done. He's compelled you to separate. That's why I can't understand for the life of me. If people are born again, why aren't you naturally separated? And why aren't you spiritually separated? It makes no sense to me whatsoever at all. Now, you know what he's doing. See, see, he didn't tell you when he separates you that you're going to, first time in your life, you're going to meet the rod and the staff. The rod and the staff. The iron that sharpens iron. You get that by living around each other. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most people avoid that. Uh-uh, I ain't fooling with that. Did y'all see Michael Israel and uh, his wife, Koya? He said all these people out there talking bad about straightway and past the power. I thought we'd get on in and tell the truth. He interviewed his wife. He says, boy, can you tell everybody what you saw when you seen Pastor God and all those brothers up there in the Hebrew and then you were talking? She said, that's too much. That's just way too much. Just too much time. And you know what she was giving God the glory for? She is always praying. Because she's one of them high-level executive women. She's always praying to be at home. To school her children. I know Yama Yah Yah is good. Yeah. 
I know Yah, Yah, Yah is good. You know that He brought me down to straightway. Yah is good. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? She said, I had to come to straightway to get free and delivered from life. Hey, uh, Michael Israel and Quarry, that's how y'all know that y'all chosen of y'all because he separated you from the heathens of the land. <laughs> that beautiful. All she wanted to do was school her children, love her husband, be a chase keeper at home. Huh? You know, all right? Hey, y'all, he is good, ain't he? If he yourself or sell the mouse and touch not the unclean thing, and then he'll do what? See, it's based on condition. Do what? Coming out. And I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, said the Almighty. You are alive from the dead, being born again, to manifest the hidden man of the new heart. Now you know the reason why the world hated you, right? Because they hated him before they hated you. What kind of world is this that people hate you for doing good? What kind of world is this that people hate you for, for obeying the Bible and keeping the commandments? What kind of world is this? Well, it's the same world that you put them aside to death. Unrighteous can't dwell with righteousness. The Messiah didn't do one sin and got put to death for it. Not one sin. Isn't that something? Now you know the reason why they hate you. They couldn't hate you unless he was in there. Because you remember the old you, everybody loved you. Your family loved you. The people in the world love you. They love being around you. Oh, yeah. Then all of a sudden you receive his spirit and you start experiencing the ones who say they love you. Now they hate you. Welcome to the kingdom. <laughs> oh, let me I'll throw this in there too. Vengeance is mine. And I will repay, saith the master. Hey, he will have a just recompense to them that trouble you. Ooh, they in trouble. Ooh, All right. You are alive from the day of being born again to manifest the hidden man of the new heart to this dead world. Your life is the show of the new creature which is subject to the Messiah. Righteousness of faith is a different approach than being obedient to the law. See, when you put the law in front of people and all these reasons and rules and regulations, that's all they see, just rules and regulations. They ain't compelled to obey them. Huh? So now you got faith inside of them. 
Huh? You always had a little bit of faith. But Yahshua said, even if you still now just got a little bit of faith, you know, that little bit, just a small grain. You can grow that. So it can become a great, great big fish, great big tree. That's where the fruit comes in. Huh? But see, notice, when you are that kind of tree, you start off small, faith, ain't going, now look, ain't nothing but good fruit want to be around you. You don't believe me? Look to your left. Look to your right. Look to the front. Look to the rear. By their fruits, you shall know them. By their fruits, you shall know them. Now these fruits just want to, we always just want to touch each tree. <laughs> Listen. Real good. We want to obey the law because his Holy Spirit which now lives in us. You see, then it was about ceremony. Are you following? He had to give an example to the people to show them what the tabernacle of Yah actually looked like. Are you following? Now he's tabernacling with you. That's why he calls you the temple of the living Yah. So what kind of service are you performing for him? Huh? Do you give the sacrifice of praise? Praise an altar. Have you left the outer court to go into the inner court? Have you went over to the table of showbread? And did you leave that chamber and go in to where the lampstand, the menorah is lit? Is your light shining? When's the last time you entered into the holy of holies? You know what's in that Holy of Holies, right? Huh? Not only the throne, but the commandments of Yah. See, you are the temple of Yah now. This is more than just, just ritual and ceremony and rules and regulations. This beautiful thing you've done. Now you see the reason why David said, I delight in your law. Now you're experiencing the same delight that David had, but to a greater measure because he is living inside of you now. Isn't that beautiful? Make the devil mad and shout how you love God's law. Oh, how I love your law. Oh, how I love your love. 
So that which was written in the law, that was written on stone, is now on the tables of your heart. You didn't know you was carrying the commandments with you every day, did you? Every day you carry. You don't have to go up to Mount Sinai and get the commandments. We got some more understanding. Because those who kept us from reading and writing have done a job on our minds. The lawless doctrine that has been taught to us by our Christian slave masters got to be corrected. Romans 3.21 But now, apart from the law of Torah, a righteousness of Elohim has been revealed. Being witnessed by the Torah and the prophets. And the righteousness of Elohim, which is through what? Through what? Through belief in Yahshua the Messiah to us, to all and on all who believe. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and fall short of the extent, the glory of Elohim. Being declared right. Now hold on. Remember he told you, he's not dependent on us to do this. He's doing this himself. Oh man, it's moving, isn't it? How to do that? Right here? Right here? Woo-wee, that thing went fast. What devil's like Herm Dennis? Hurry up, Dennis. Being declared right without paying freely. By his, what's that word? Favor, which is grace. Through the redemption, which is in Messiah, Yahshua. See, none of us had no money. We still ain't got no money. None of us could pay this. Y'all hear that? There's only one reason and one reason alone why we are righteous. Because of the shed blood of Yahshua. And when you are in him, Yah is in you. And when Yah sees he, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, he sees righteousness. You are declared righteous because he is righteous. Y'all understand that? Isn't that beautiful? Y'all sure made us right. Whom Elohim has set forth as an atonement through belief in his blood to demonstrate his righteousness because in his tolerance Elohim had passed over the sin that had taken place. Therefore, to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness that he is righteous and declares righteous the one who has believed in Yahshua. Yeah, that's us. That's us. That's us. That's us. You can tell that we had the blood last year, but 
even during the Passover. You know why? Because we made it through the dead season. And now we're on this season. And he's going to say to us again, when I see the blood, I'm going to pass over you. Hallelujah. Where then is this boasting? Is it shut out? No. By what? Law? No. Of works. You know what I mean? We, we, we boast when we can do the law, right? Well, it's got to be working, right? It's got to be working. Uh-uh. No, but by the Torah of belief. By the law of belief. By the what of belief? Law of belief. Now our songs make sense. Say by his laws, we'll say, we'll say, Judah, say. Is this on it? Can y'all see it? Where's it at though? Placed in our heart, we say. Y'all getting this? You see it? So when I wrote that song, this is in my mind. I'm saying, but man, we'll say by his law. I mean, we got the, the lawless one that's coming, right? But we already have the lawful one that came. The one who gave us the law. The one who is the law. <laughs> now, this is New Testament telling us, no, but by law of belief. This is beautiful. For we reckon that a man is declared right by belief without works, works of Torah. Watch this. Who is keeping the commandments when y'all Savior, nobody. Not a one of them. We didn't keep one commandment when we were born again. He looked at you and declared you right. So when you get up and you start looking in the mirror, Start looking at what Yah's done. And look what it is doing. Put a sign over your mirror and say, Chosen of Yah. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Filled with the Holy Spirit. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. And remember, he said he's not doing this for your sake, O Israel. He's doing it for his name's sake. For his name's sake. He's going to show the whole world that he's alive when he shows himself sanctified, set apart in you. See, this is big. This is huge. This is massive. 
I, I don't know how some of y'all can just sit there. It just, I just, my ass will be on fire. I'm like, boy, it's tough, ain't it? Sitting on security and whoo, you simmering over here, ain't you? Hallelujah. I'd have broke that cold by now. I'd have took off running. (laughs) And took my rebuke later. The prophet said, this is like fire. Shut up in my bones. It's like fire. Shut up in my bones. You should have felt something on that one. You got the Holy Spirit. You should have felt something on that one. You should have got a charge of energy. Whoa, it should be just burning up in you. Boy, you missed that. Whoa. It's like the Holy Spirit came in and said, slap. And all yours are consuming fire. Fire! Fire! Boy, that was a choke that went through here, wasn't it? Like the Holy Spirit hit us all at once. Pow! Y'all may be seated if you can. My, my, my. I guess you just had to be here to know. (laughs) Or is he the Elohim of the Yehudin only? And not also of the nation? Yes, of the nations also. Since it is one Elohim who shall declare right the circumcised by belief. Hear that? And the uncircumcised through belief. Do we then nullify the Torah? Do we do we make void the law? Through belief? Huh? Let it not be. Let it not be. On the contrary, we establish the law, the Torah, because we believe. I believe. I believe. Sound like the book telling you to keep the law, don't it? Imagine we're in the New Testament. Ain't nobody mad but the devil. We 
we established that Torah. So, that the Torah truly is set apart and the commandment set apart and righteous and good. In other words, the law is holy. The commandment is holy, righteous, and good. That's New Testament. Darren, that's New Testament. How these Christians miss that? <laughs> that's the King James Version. That's what success looks like, Israel. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. When this battle's over, we shall wear a crown. We shall wear a crown. We shall wear a crown. Oh, when this battle's over, we shall wear a crown in the new Jerusalem. Wear a crown. Wear a crown. Wear a bright and shiny crown. Oh, when this battle's over, we shall wear a crown in the new Jerusalem. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Oh, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration. And a renewing of the Holy Ghost. Y'all right? Hallelujah! When it's all said and done, He's going to give us a crown. A crown of life. Hallelujah! The crown of life. Ain't y'all good? Now, y'all see the reason why y'all here? You see the reason why you're here? Because y'all got you here. Y'all got you here. Huh? And don't let no devil rob you of your reward. Hallelujah. You are the chosen seed of Yah. Hallelujah. That's what you are. The chosen seed of Yah. And Yah don't miss. Yah don't miss. He's a good, he's a good shooter. That's why he got blood on you. That's why he got blood coming out. That's why blood is in you. <laughs> Is it all right? Y'all may be seated for a moment. Now you think about this. After you get finished looking at something like this, listen to something like this, you see what the devil is doing? Sending a lot of folks to hell. I think that's an honor to be chosen by the creator of the universe. 
I've got to serve. Matter of fact, he put his spirit inside of me just to make sure I serve. That's a done deal. <laughs> now, you got to keep yourself charged up. Because the book says the joy of Yah is your strength. The joy of Yah is your strength. Y'all all right? Now, I told you that was going to be a good message. That's a good message. That's a good message. Some yokes got broke. Huh? Spears got free. Got the little spirit. Hallelujah. Y'all is just good. Give y'all a hand, praise, saints. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Give Yahshua a hand, praise. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. So if the devil ever get up on you, just remember, you hear by command of Yah. Well, Rashad do pretty good, don't he? Because boy, he he doing a good job holding it in. Huh? Did I be hurting over there? <laughs> If there's any consolation, Delano cheated. He was over here dancing and praising. He was clapping his hands. Y'all seen him? He was clapping his hands. I saw him clapping his hands. Yeah, he did. Himbo crit. <laughs> did y'all see him clap his hands? Who saw him clap his hands? Raise your hand. Oh, <laughs> I told you I'd do the same thing. I'd clap my hands and stomp my feet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Boy, y'all, it's good. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Yahweh. My strength and my redeemer. You're dismissing the magnificent, wonderful, overcoming, eternal name of Yahshua, Baha Mashiach. Shabbat Shalom, Israel. The king is coming.